Hello, everybody. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. I am Bobby the Awesome, and I am joined by Dr. Vicki Matthews today with a topic I am very intrigued by. Welcome to 321, Dr. Vicki. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. I'm excited to have you here. I even love the color of your book. I love the topic and I love the color of the cover. So, yeah, um, yeah. and the, picking the cover was really important to me. So I drove my publisher crazy. <laughs> well, it's awesome because I now that I know a little about you, I recognize um, what it's about. So I can't wait for you to share. So today we're going to talk about relationships. And yes. um, the name of your book is The Five Elements of Relationships. And I like this spin on it because in my journey, I'm very curious about a lot of things. So I like the way that you frame this, but I'm going to have you start off by maybe introducing yourself and telling us maybe why you wrote the book. <laughs> okay. So I'm Dr. Vicki Matthews. I'm a naturopathic physician. I'm also a relationship coach and the relationship coach part grew out of working with people with cancer and to, to have the body well enough to heal itself. Literally, you have to be balanced emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. And when I was working with my patients, a lot of the emotional issues were relationship issues. So I kind of ended up segueing into the relationship piece. And I had, as part of my naturopathic studies, I had studied traditional Chinese medicine. And the mainstay is the five element model, which is water, wood, fire, earth, and metal, and how they relate to each other. And in Chinese medicine, acupuncture is based on meridians, and the meridians are governed by each of these different elements. So it's enmeshed in how they look at the whole world and the, and the body, and it, it impacts how we relate to each other because we each have a primary personality that's kind of embedded in our energy system. So we look at, it's like, it's like looking out of a window that has a tint on it. You see the world through that tint and we look at the world through the quote unquote tint of our primary personality style. And Are you fire? I am wood, which is about making things happen, getting things going, but I use a lot of fire when I talk to people because passion sits in fire and I'm so passionate about this. We all have all five. So you can draw on any one of them. The one I'm least likely to use on a regular basis is probably my water because water is deep thought and quiet and they like to be alone. And I was very watery when I was writing my book. But because imagination and creativity sits in water, but on a daily engagement, no one would ever think I was a water. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, yeah, your energy is definitely, it feels fire to me for the little that I know. So yeah, yeah. Well, I do that when I talk because again, it's passion. I really am passionate. I want, I want to help people get along. And the way to do that is to understand each other. If we understand each other, we can get along better. Do you want to share maybe um, what this looked like when you said um, it, it came out of working with cancer patients, I'm sure it could apply the same to people coming out of addiction. I mean, there's obviously very different parts of that. Absolutely. It can but, come. It's, yeah, it's but really, I mean, it started two weeks after my husband and I graduated from college, moved and got married all on the same weekend. And we were driving from Chicago out to LA and my husband, we hit the Mojave Desert, which is like nothing but sand and rock and nothing. And my husband drove the speed limit in the devil desert, the middle of nowhere. And I looked at him and I said, can we go a little bit faster? And he looked at me like I had four heads and said, we're going the speed limit. That's it. So I thought, oh my God, I don't think I like the guy I love. So how am I? How, so I, be, I began a journey of looking for understanding. I didn't, I wasn't even so much relationship oriented as I, as I don't understand this guy. If I love him, 
I just must not understand him fully. And then my journey with my patients and it really, the using the five element model to um, understand ourselves, our personalities and how they relate to each other uh, changed everything. I mean, if you, if you think about it in nature, think about water, water feeds wood in nature, right? But yeah. water puts out fire in nature. So there's two different kinds of relationships that can be going on. And both of them are important. A fire will burn itself out if it's not helped. And wood needs water to grow. So would they all, everybody can get along with anybody else if you understand each other. So how do you want to talk about this here? Do we want to offer strategies on how, like, how to deal with certain components? Do we want to talk about how to discover what you are? Which, what lights well, you up the most? Here's what I would suggest. First and foremost, it always helps to understand your primary elemental personality. And there is a quiz on my website, the free download quiz that they can, any of your audience can download and take. And it, because we have all five of these in our personality, like I'm jumping into my fire when I'm talking to you, you will, anybody taking that quiz will have all five of them, but one of them will have you'll have answered more of their questions yes than some of the others. So it'll show you your makeup. And then there's, you know, you can read about it on my website too, or you can get my book. That would be even better because it explains a whole lot of it and there's tons of case studies in there. But I think for here, what I want to stress is we can get along with anyone if we take the time to understand them. And understanding, if, for example, once I understood my husband was a primary metal personality, Metal is about detail. It's about what is right and what is wrong. And you never do what's wrong. You always do what's right. What is optimal? What, and there's a, there's a flow of the way the elements move through a cycle, which the, the, basically the Chinese created it based on looking at the seasons. So we go from winter to spring to summer to fall type of a flow. And then you go back to winter. And as we move through that, each of the elemental personalities will have a tendency there, whether it's more interdirected, which is water, winter, you know, things are kind of quiet on the surface. And metal sits at the end. So they can look back on the cycle and say, this worked, this didn't. And here's what we're going to take forward. And my husband is particularly good at that. And if what I want to do does, it's not something we want to take forward, then we have discussions about it. But at least I understand. And that's what I think your audience would really benefit from is a way to look at everyone in your life and understand what they're good at, what they aren't good at. Why would you ask a fiery person to be quiet? They're wired to be fiery. Why would you ask a water person who likes inner reflection and arts and books and all to go speak to 2,000 people on a stage? I mean, if you understand what people are good at, what they love, what they don't like, what, what their issues are, what matters to them, when you understand that, you understand the person and you understand how to get along with them. So how does your wood get along with his metal? Like what was metal your chops solution? wood? Metal chops wood. <laughs> Let me just say metal chops wood. We have learned that um here's okay, so I remember I said that all of we have all of these elements stacked up in our in our energy field. So I'm a primary wood, he's a primary metal. Our secondary, both of us have earth as a secondary. Earth is home, family, food, nurturing, caring. So we have learned to relate to each other from an earth perspective. We step out of our primaries into our secondary very consciously. 
and that's how we relate and we get along. When I need something, if when I need to ha- figure out why something didn't work, I'm going to go to him and say, why didn't this work? And he's going to step into the analytical aspect of his personality and help me understand that. When we need to get a closet cleaned out or something accomplished, I'm going to step into my wood and make that happen. But on a day-to-day relationship, boy, we have learned life is much happier and more peaceful if we come at each other from an earthy perspective. How were you able to get his buy-in to this? Like, how do you have that conversation? Well, um, we were in marriage counseling and I, we were both, we really love each other. I mean, we were very clear. We love each other. And what it, it came to, it, once we understood each other a little better through the counseling process, that helped. But when I, when I realized that this model could really explain everything with any relationship, that it was the it was the light bulb moment. I mean, that was really it. And there are times, and and um, I hope he never hears this interview. There are times <laughs> that I have said, "You're getting too metally. You know, I'm 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 feeling like you're chopping me down here. I, I, it isn't working. But because we both understand what that means, rather than fighting about it, I can either leave the room until I settle down, or he can pull back a little bit. Usually, we both step into our earth. It's like, okay, sweetie, what works? You know, or, oh, let's go do something fun together. I mean, it may be cook dinner together. I mean, it may be, who knows, go for a walk in nature. Earth's love nature. So we've we've learned to substitute and to move past. That takes a really active self-awareness. Like, so there's the education that you'd get mm-hmm. from your book, right? And mm-hmm. then being self-aware enough to, because as you were talking about that, I'm like, man, if I was fired up about something and I was arguing with my partner, how do I get from there to there? And the first thing is to notice. Is to notice and to understand them. If most people, especially people you're close to and especially people you love, don't get up in the morning and say, gee, I want to be a jerk to her. They're being themselves and we don't understand what matters to them. Uh, Tidiness matters to my husband. Budgets balancing matters to my husband, to that metal part of him. So I'm not going to fight with him over that when I know it's something that's important to him. If it's getting things done, accomplishment matters to me. He's not going to say to me, it's 10 o'clock, go to bed, if I'm in the middle of finishing a chapter of my book. He's going to say, you know, night, night, sweetie, have a good, you know, see you when you come to bed type of thing. So it's that understanding what we love, what each of us hates, what, what matters to us, what, you know, what, what are we, what are we seeking? What, what are we trying to accomplish? And sometimes it's just peace. Can people's primary change? No, but our, because we access all five of them, they're in us. We are wired with all five. There will be many times. I mean, there've been times, there was a period in my life where my mother, my dog and a good friend all died at like within three or four months of each other. Endings sit in the metal element. I was very metally as I processed the letting go and all and the grief that is part of the metal knowing it's the end. I mean, the metal is the end of the cycle. So I, I was aware that, boy, I'm an honorary metal right now. I'm really, mm-hmm. I'm really in that place. And he understood that. And when he when he goes through different phases or is trying to like, you would never think of him as a would, but he's in business. He wants accomplishment. He wants success. So there are times he's very would. And I have to kind of pull back on my would because I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm competing with him. And I also don't want to stop what he's trying to do. So it's a, it's a dance. 
And once you get used to the understanding piece, it's a dance we we do now without even thinking. It sounds to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that the answer is really not even necessarily about our own behavior as a behavior, but more right. about the the compassion and understanding of the other person. Like it's not about it us is. altering. It's more about us understanding theirs. It's, that's totally it. I mean, the subtitle of my book is how to get along with anyone, anytime, any place. And that is because if you understand the people you're relating to, their behaviors will make sense. You may not like the behaviors. It's not going to make you go, oh, gee, I'm so glad she's being a snot to me today or something. But at least you'll understand where that's coming from. And then you can choose to act however you want to act. But it's it, it becomes less personal for me. That's one of the biggest things I've seen, not only in my own relationships, but in with my patients. Once they can detach from the sense of knocking heads or disagreeing and take a clear look at this is happening because this is the kind of personality this person has and what they're manifesting and what they're expressing and what matters to them. What do they why ask them to do something they hate? I mean, water people, water likes to go with the flow. It likes to fill a form. Don't ask a water to be on a tight schedule or follow the strictest budget on the planet. They're going to fail. Don't set them up to fail. If you want someone to follow a tight schedule or a good budget, ask a metal. They're very, very structured. They can, you know, structure anything. You want someone to be a really, you want a great cook? Find an earth. They love food. They're foodies. So it's it's that kind of a thing. If you understand, and it's great in business. Oh, my gosh. If you understand the type of personalities, what they're going to be good at. If you want a receptionist, get someone that has a lot of fire energy. They instantly connect with people. Instantly. That makes sense. And I, as you're talking and using these examples, I'm thinking the first thing I thought of was the office, like an office environment. The second I thought of was my current situation where we're dealing in retail and we're dealing with a lot of um, personalities. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking about the recovery. I probably shouldn't have done it in that order, but um, from, and and from a friend perspective. So there's Mm -hmm. the like I'm picturing, this is why I asked if it, if you can change your primary, if someone came out of treatment, like I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a different person than when I went into rehab, right? Like through mm-hmm. time and through what I've learned and, and maybe I don't understand how it all works, right? The elements and, and all of the things, but I feel different. Well, And what you're describing is there are balanced expressions of these personalities and unbalanced expressions. And at the point that you are at a place in life that you need to go into recovery, I guarantee you, whoever we're talking about, they are manifesting an unbalanced expression of their personality. And for example, waters, we'll just start with water. Waters, when they're balanced, are the most optimistic, hopeful, trusting people on the planet. When they are not balanced, they are cynical. They are, um, they, they don't trust. They are, um, they lose faith. They get depressed. Depression is easy for an out of balance water to, to move into. But each of the elemental personalities, and there's like gazillions of pages of this in my book, is like, here's what the balanced expression looks like. Here's what the not balanced. And here are 20 to 30 to 40 tips for just this personality type to get them from out of balance into balance. 
And that's where I think it comes to what you're doing is at the point that you are in recovery, you have gone through an incredible journey trying to bring yourself from a place of imbalance to a place of balance, which will be one of those five personalities. You know, what is your primary? And that's the, that's what your balance will look like is a balanced personality. But what, how do you help? How do you support that? And there's, I mean, you can drink certain teas that'll balance the different personalities. You can hold certain rocks. You can wear certain colors. And that's all in my book that if you're trying to balance someone, help support someone in recovery, you want their primary elemental personality to be balanced. Wow. That was very enlightening to me as I think about rocks and colors and all of those things. I wonder what my purple hair dye this week is doing to me, if it makes me balanced or not, now that you got me thinking about colors. <laughs> well, and if it's something that you're, and I'm not even, I'm not projecting this on you at all, but there are some people that dye their hair because they're super attracted to the color. And there are other people that dye their hair because they don't look, like what they look like. And it's kind of like a, a downer thing, you know, well, mm. I don't care. I'll make it green, you know, that kind of a thing. And so one is a balanced, playful, joyful expression, and one is a self-deprecating expression. The self-deprecating will be out of balance. That's interesting that the same behavior could be perceived two different ways. That's kind of scary. (laughs) It isn't scary if you understand. I mean, that's one of the things I spend a ton of time on in my book is there's a whole chapter on the water personality. Here's, Here's examples of famous people that are water personalities. Here's examples of... Um, what can go wrong for a water personality and how to help them when it goes wrong. How do you know? So we can take a quiz and discover our own primary, but how do Mm -hmm. we know what another person is? Well, if you, you can ask them to take the quiz and I will, I'm going to give you a caveat too. The quiz is only as good as how honest your answers to it are. If it's like, do you, do you like getting up early in the morning? Well, I really don't, but I should. So I'm going to say yes. Well, that's right. not really very honest. So uh, the quiz is a um, it's a good beginning step, but observation of your true behaviors. What do you really love? I mean, if you tell me you love free time and deep discussions and reading and and art or your imagination grows wild with you sometimes, I'm going to tell you that you probably have a lot of water. But if you tell me you like challenges, you like making things happen, you like you can't stand it if you can't move a, a project forward, or you love people acknowledging your accomplishments, I'm going to tell you, you're probably a primary would. If you say, hey, I like parties, I like attention, I'll stand up in front of 20,000 people and talk, no problem. But, but boy, don't make me sit at home and do nothing. I need to be busy. I'm going to tell you, you're probably a primary fire. If you say, oh, what matters to me more than anything else is my family, my home, making good meals, helping people, I'm going to tell you, you're probably a primary earth. And if you say, I need to understand how things work, I need to be right, I need things to be done precisely, sloppiness drives me crazy, I'm going to tell you, you're probably a primary metal. I actually had some reactions in my body as you were describing that of what I'm attracted to and not in a, in a other person. Like that was, that was just an interesting experience in your, in your handout. um, It had occupations associated. Yes. Yes. I found that interesting because here, here's the question that I got out of that was, are they in that occupation because that's their primary or are there, it was actually more this way. 
if they're not happy in their occupation, is it because that isn't their primary? Exactly. It's a mismatch because you, what you have to, you can't walk away from is cultural expectations, family expectations. I can't tell you how many people I've worked with. Um, I had one guy who was an attorney because his dad had been an attorney and his grandfather had been an attorney. And you have to have a lot of structure and st- to be a good attorney because you have to know all the laws and all the details and all the all this other stuff. So that's usually going to be a wood or a metal. Metal will tend to be more a corporate attorney, all the details for contracts and all this stuff. Woods will be more trial attorneys, the moving forward, the pushing energy, the make it happen, the summation to the jury type of thing. So, but but it, even if you aren't a primary of those two elements, you can draw heavily on a secondary. A primary earth probably isn't going to be attracted to being a lawyer. It's just not what they care about. I mean, what matters to earths is, you know, relationships, helping others be and making sure everybody feels included. You know, the, 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 the nurturing aspect, food, good food. So if it, it's, but we have all of them. So believe me, nobody would ever think of me as a primary earth. I've got just too much of that. Make it happen. Let's do it type of energy. But I care a lot about the holidays. I care about my family and I'm, I'm not a great cook, but I am a serviceable cook because food is one way as I, the earth part of my personality can express love and caring for other people. Also, I used it a ton in my practice, stepping into an earth place if, to help someone that was either facing cancer or having relationship problems or trouble with a kid or whatever. So let's talk about that for a minute. If, if someone is dealing with cancer and, and life-threatening and stress, everything from physical to financial to if one person's mm-hmm. sick, someone else is operating the household, fear. I mean, there's a lot going on there. So what is what does this do in that situation? Like, could you walk us through like what knowing about the elements would look like? Like if I read your book and I was a cancer patient or I was the partner of a cancer patient, mm-hmm. how does that translate? So let's say you're the partner of the cancer patient, because that way you're, you're providing what a cancer patient needs, which is support. You know, it's a, it's a lonely, scary journey. So the first, the minute you, you are working with someone with cancer, they're going to be out of balance water, fear sits in water, and they're going to be afraid. So one of the things, and optimism and hope sits in water. So you're going to want to make sure their energy, their water energy is balanced. And then you can simply take every single one of them to fight cancer. If someone is wired like a wood, it's like, we're going to fight this. We're going to make this, you know, we're going to win. And that's a good place for a cancer person to be is believing they can win and wanting to win. You know, at the point you sit in water and drown in water and give up hope, you're, you're losing. So it was what I did with my patients was step them through, because we have all five of these personalities in us, step them through every single one and make sure every single one stayed balanced. And whether we did, you know, whatever we did to make sure that it stayed balanced. And usually, uh, you know, it's not all five are going to be horrible. You're going to have strengths. Your, your soul, your being, your energy will bring forward strengths for you as well. And then you build on those strengths and you shore up what isn't strong. And 
without going too far off the rails here, all of these energies are flowing through our body and our meridian system, which is what acupuncture works with. So you want to keep that really strong because you want the body physically, every other part of the body healthy. And the organ system that's impacted by the cancer, that is governed by one of these elements. So again, you want that element really balanced so that the, it's strong and the, the disease can't progress. Are you saying that different parts of your body have different relationships with different elements? Is that what I just Yes, said? I'm telling you the kidneys are governed by water. I'm telling you the liver and gallbladder are governed by wood. I'm telling you the lungs are governed by the metal element. Absolutely. Stomach and, and pancreas are governed by earth. I need your book to understand and keep up because that sounds like a lot of things to learn. There's a lot of things to learn, but what I'll tell you is the the medicine part of it most any any Chinese medicine book will talk about that because that's the core of how the Chinese, when they created the five element model, they used it for physical healing. What I did was, you know, in my practice, certainly build on that. And that's a key way with how I work with cancer people. But also I saw our personalities in it. And when you're trying to balance emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional is almost always relationship issues. It was like, Okay, your water, which needs to be super, super strong to balance any kind of, of kidney issues, we need to make sure that there's nothing happening in a relationship that's depleting your water. So it's, it's two different things. It's the physicalness that you can get from any traditional Chinese medicine book, but it's understanding also the emotionality, the personality, how you know, if you've got a caregiver, are they a caregiver with a personality that will be supportive of yours? Or is it going to be, um, you know, harsh? Is it, You don't want to do that to someone who's fighting a disease. And that's what my book covers, is the whole relationship personality understanding piece. So it gives you different strategies on how mm-hmm. to adapt and what works. So, so you have different methods. You don't have to do it just one certain way to get back in alignment. Oh, no. No, no. I mean, it's everything from wearing a certain color blouse to um, holding certain stones to drinking certain teas to, I mean, there's a each chapter that talks about, you know, like the water, the chapter about water that will say if, if someone is not balanced, not so that they're, they're losing faith or they're depressed or they um, are being a recluse too much, then here are ways they're called quick tips in my book. The end of the, each chapter is a quick tip, 20 some quick tips on ways to help support that person. And you, if it's you, you're talking about. Well, the whole, the, the whole thing is just very intriguing to me. And I've never until you really been introduced to metal and wood. I've heard, okay. um, you know, fire, air and water, like uh, and Ayurveda. Ayurvedic. Those are the Ayurvedic elements. And because I was immersed in traditional Chinese medicine as part of my naturopathic training, I, uh, and I hadn't taken any Ayurvedic training, I went with the five elements as presented with in traditional Chinese medicine, the five element model from Chinese medicine, and used that model. And again, the cool thing about that model is it's a big circle with a five pointed star in the center. The circle, and you know, at each point, of the five, or each element sits at one of those five points. So you can you can say on a circle is the nurturing cycle. And so what we were saying is water feeds wood, wood feeds fire, you know, fire burns wood, etc. 
but the star is the controlling cycle. So water will put out fire, which at times is hugely important to a fire personality that's flipping out. So, you know, it's, yes, you wear blue if your water is depleted, but if you're a fire and you're flipping out, get a blue blouse, you know, drink a certain tea because the fire will calm you. Wow. Can you, well, this tea thing's curious to me too. It's all in my book. It's all in my book. There's, I mean, there's like five or six different teas for each. Also, I have a newsletter. I have a newsletter that people can sign up for and um, it goes comes out monthly and it's each month is governed by a different element. So it's a little bit of a deep dive and here are ways to support it and things like that too. Before we pressed play or record, you shared with me a story about how this impacted a father-son relationship. Do you want to share yes, that story with the audience? I'm I'm happy to. I'm happy to. And, and again, my book is full of these stories, all with the permission of my patients. They are, I mean, I'm, I've changed details. If it, if it was three kids, maybe it's only two kids in this, you know, in my book. So they're not very recognizable, but it's, it's amazing the difference it can make. So this is a father, as I was telling you, that had been a football star in college. And he came into my office and I said, you know, what, what do you need? And he said, I have a wimpy kid. I want you to change my son. My son is a wimpy kid. It's like, okay. And what does that mean to you? <laughs> what does that look like to you that you think he's a wimpy kid? And he was very frustrated that his kid didn't want to play football with him. I mean, his whole dream was he was going to have a son and he was going to play football with his son and his son was going to grow up to be a football star like he had been. And so this is something that all of us do is we look at other people through our own filter. And he was looking at his son through his filter instead of taking time to step back and understanding his son for who his son was. So my job was to help him take off the wood glasses, which is he was a wood football star, and say, okay, now just look at your son. What is he like? Well, he wants to sit in his room and read, you know, or he wants to paint. It's like, okay. (laughs) And maybe that's good. There's a lot of really famous painters out there. Maybe that's what he wants to do. He said, well, he really wants a camera. So what I helped him understand is that his son clearly was a water personality. Those are people more interdirected. They're quiet. They're happy in their room reading books. They love, they may even write a book. They are happy with um, quiet time and being alone. And they, they loved philosophy. I mean, I've got a dozen, in fact, I'll tell you another story in a second. But anyway, this father to his credit, and this is, again, part of the wood personality, it, it, it's a make it happen. And he cared more about his son than he cared about his own ego of having a football star son. So he bought a camera for himself. He bought a camera for his son. And they went around and took pictures together. And the son was clearly gifted at this. And I told you when we were talking earlier, the son grew up and is a professional photographer now. And that dad, that dad really, in a way, pivoted on a dime and made it more about his kid and less about his desire to have a mini me as a son. And you know, and I can tell you stories about moms. I think there's a couple of those in the book too, who was one mom who had, you know, a quiet little tea party for her daughter. Her daughter was a fire. She wanted 20 friends over or another daughter, who, woman who had a daughter that she couldn't understand why her daughter didn't want to help learn to cook. I mean, my God, this mom was like a cooking fiend. The daughter didn't have that much earth. She didn't care about food that much. So it was, it's if you can understand your kid, you're going to raise your kids in a very different way than just looking at them through your filter, which is human nature. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, 
in my before I really understood all this, I assumed everybody would want to be successful. I mean, everyone wants to be successful, so why wouldn't everybody in the world want to be successful? Some people would much rather be quiet and 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 have you know live off by their by themselves or in a quiet way. I had a um another one of my clients was talking about uh, an uncle that they had that came to whenever they came to to parties they stood off in the corner by themselves they they you know they they wouldn't engage with people and I as she discussed it he was a philosophy professor and it was like okay so he's clearly got a lot of water I said do you know any other do you have any friends who like are authors or like reading or or are artists and she said oh you know I've got a couple that are really good artists. So she invited them to the party and they stood with the uncle and they, they, they just had their own little water, water environment happening over there. And the uncle never had a better time than he'd ever had because she took his, she understood his personality and did what it would take to make him happy or to at least bring people together that he would understand and click with. Yeah. That, that's a perfect example is it, you feel. So depending on her personality, if she was the mm-hmm. the element that wanted to entertain and make sure everybody was having a good time and all of those things, to be able to embrace that is, I can see yeah. how that translates into relationships for sure. And, you know, and, and it's also important when you're like when you're entertaining. I did at Christmas, I did a fun little memo to people about if you're having a lot of family gatherings, here are things to do to make sure the earths are happy, to make sure the fire people are happy. Here are the wood people are happy. The metal people are happy and the water people are happy. You know, and it was just like little quick tips on for the waters, do this for the woods, do this for the fires, do this. And I mean, it was even it was silly. I mean, some of it was silly, but fires like outgoing and fun and games so if you if you are not having a you know a fun casual let's all play games thing at the very do you remember that old how many beans are in the jar game yes yes you put a whole bunch of beans in there and everybody had to guess it um a fire will love that i mean they'll, they'll be like okay i'm gonna win this you know oh, oh, oh we're playing a game this is fun and so that just for her fire family that 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 made a big difference you know it just it there's little things like that if you understand the person and that's why, to me, you can get along with anyone, anytime, anyplace, if you, if you take the time to understand them and yourself. Yeah. In the 12-step program that I'm, you know, like in, in Gamblers Anonymous, one of yes. the questions is, do arguments, frustrations create the urge to gamble? Mm-hmm. And if you understood other people, you can really take away the arguments and the frustration. And that's really yeah. what it translates into in recovery. It's not about, because again, in recovery, we have the serenity prayer too, right? Right, um, absolutely. Except what you can't change. And we can't change other people. So doing these little you tips. Can, you can support them. You can't change them, but you can support their positive behaviors and help them move away from their negative behaviors by understanding them. Yeah, that's beautiful. Dr. Vicki, is there anything I'm forgetting to ask? I know I'm asking from just my curiosity, but I know that your book covers a lot more than just my simple thinking. So what else do you got for us? <laughs> okay, so what I, I think is important is we don't normally take time to understand each other. We we do, as that dad did, look at people through our own filters. I, I mean, it was, a, it was an eye-opener for me to assume that not everybody cared about winning. It's like, what? You don't care about winning? What's wrong with you? They're not a wood. That's why they don't care about winning. So it, it's what I encourage people to do is is read my book because you will go, you will start recognizing the people in your life 
when we start talking about each of the different elemental personalities and the light bulbs will go on. It'll be like, oh my God, no wonder my brother is that way. And no wonder this or that. And I also think if we start understanding other people and we use that model, it's like you and I were talking ahead of time. Water feeds wood in nature. And that's the way it works in personalities. A water personality can feel very nurturing to a wood personality. But water puts out fire in nature. So a water person with a fire personality, the water can feel like a big downer. So if you're, if you have to relate to a family member, you're a fire and here comes, oh my God, there comes cousin Esther again. She is such a downer. She's probably a water. Meet her at her own place. Ask her if she's read any good books lately. She'll light up like a, a Christmas tree. If you reach out in a way that meets them where they are, and it, it can, it'll change every relationship on the planet. Oh, I love that. I love that. Is there any other final thoughts that you have? Well, I do have for your audience on my website a, a special booklet. It's called Get Along Now. And in fact, they can just go to getalongnow.com and they can download this booklet. Also, there's a quiz on my, my Dr. Vicki Matthews.com and that's Dr. V-I-C-K-I-M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S.com. There is the quiz if they want to learn about their elemental personality. That's the very next thing I'm doing as soon as we hang out. <laughs> I think I know what I am, but I want to confirm. Oh, and tell me what, tell, write and tell me what you are. I will. I will. I think I'm a, well, after this conversation, now I think I'm a little bit more wood than fire or yeah. I think you I'm got a lot, of, you got a lot of earth too. You've got a lot of earth. Really? You've got a very, you're very caring. You're very caring. Oh, that's nice of you to say. I don't, I don't perceive myself that way. So we'll have to see. I'll be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have to be honest. I mean, there's no point in kidding yourself. You may want to say yes to every question, but if you're honest, you'll get a much better sense of who you are, not who you want to be. Right. And I like getting up early so I could be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really appreciate your time today. Um, And I could just see this helping so many people. I do. Uh, thank you. And and I'm, it's available on Amazon. It's also at barnesandnoble.com, but it's definitely on Amazon and it, it will change how you look at everybody in your life and it'll change how you look at yourself. You, if, if nothing else, you'll understand yourself better. Uh, through this big work project, um, like I said, we've kind of come across a lot of personalities, a lot of elements. Mm-hmm. And what I told everybody, and I don't even know if you're supposed to do this at a W2 job, but I told everybody love and compassion. And it was mm-hmm. for ourselves, the people we came in contact with, our supervision, everybody. And it sounds like mm-hmm. that's what your book is, taking it to the next level. If you could do love and compassion and then get to the next step of understanding and how to navigate, mm-hmm. like, because you made mm-hmm. the choice to understand, like that to me just sounds like epic. Like everybody needs that. And you might even flip it. It's much easier to be loving and compassionate if you understand the person. Mm. It doesn't take love and compassion to understand as much as it takes understanding to be loving and compassionate. That's true. That's true. Thank you. For I mean, that's just in my, that's just in, in my, my world, but I mean, I'm coming at it from a completely different perspective. I believe you can't have too much love and compassion no matter what you're doing, because that is, that is our strength as human beings is the ability to have love and compassion. But 
finding how to be loving and compassionate to somebody is usually easier if you understand that person. I resonate with what you said. I think you were right to correct me, hundred percent. It was not a correction. It was it was a and and also. Okay. Well, to end <laughs> also that it was perfect because it is easier to navigate when you understand the mm-hmm. other ones. And again, to tie it back to recovery, that's why there's support groups for the others, the partners, the parents, the children. So, but wouldn't that. it be wonderful to live in a world where it didn't matter? that we could just automatically step out with love and compassion. That yes. would just be an amazing world, but we are still human. You know, we have not ascended to grand masterhood. So as humans with our brain, sometimes it's easier to be loving and compassionate if you understand where someone's coming from. But I would love to live in a world where that didn't matter, where you could just be loving and compassionate no matter what. Yeah, that would be amazing too. One step at a time, but yep. I support yep. you. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you for doing all this good work that you're doing. Thank you for having me. It's really, I really believe we can get rid of, you know, this country has 40 million lawsuits a year. I think we can change that. I think we can, a third of all of our marriages end in divorce, sometimes half. We have the third highest divorce rate of any country in the world. The third highest. And half of our millennials are already in relationship counseling. I think we should change that. Relationship counseling? What is that? Relationship counseling. Oh, counseling. Oh, wow. Half of the millennials are already in it. So I think it's time to change. I agree. I agree. And I appreciate you helping us by championing this through, through the information that you're sharing. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much.